John chapter 8, verse 32. And you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. They answered him, We be Abraham's seed, and were never in bondage to any man. How sayest thou you should be made free? Jesus answered them, Verily, verily, I say unto you, Whosoever committeth sin is the servant of sin. And the servant abideth not in the house forever, but the son abideth ever. If the Son, therefore, shall make you free, you shall be free indeed. Y'all repeat that after me. You shall be free indeed. Who's free this morning? Man, I'm... Y'all know what it means to be free. I've seen a whole lot of people look to me like I had three eyes. You see, I'm free. And I'm not talking about a political thing today. I'm not talking about this great country I live in that's been free for many hundreds of years now, however long it's been. I'm not a history buff. I'm not talking about that. You see, this scripture we just read said that if you have sinned, you are the servant of sin. That means that you're in bondage to sin. Because see, in these days, a servant wasn't free to come and go as they pleased. Right? This wasn't a job that somebody hired them to do, okay? A lot of times they were born into it. Nevertheless, they were stuck there as a servant, right? And this said, if, you're, if you have ever sinned, how many of you have sinned? I better see every hand in the house. It says you are the servant of sin. It means you're enslaved to it. Now let me ask you again. How many of you are free? Amen. Amen. You're free from that sin now. When you've accepted Jesus as your Savior, He made you free. That word said that who the Son makes free is free indeed. By God, you're free. You're free. Now, some of y'all walked in here this morning dragging some chains, and I see the look on your face right now. You're thinking, man, these chains of bondage sure are heavy. But I want you to know something today, and this ought to just lift your spirits immediately as I say it. What you need to understand, oh, thank God, I praise you. What you need to understand is if you brought chains in here with you this morning and you are a child of God, it's only because you drug them in here. It ain't because they're attached to you. Amen? See, when you're set free, those chains are broken. You're you're set free of the bondage you were in. Now, I want to tell you all something. There's been times in my life, some of them not too long ago, when I was delivered from sin. And do you know I turned around and went back to it? You see, you can, you can be let out of a jail cell and decide on your own to go back and sit down in the jail cell. Amen? You see, that bondage that you find yourself in, if you're a child of God, I'm going to keep saying that because I want to make sure everybody is a child of God first. That don't just happen because you're born into this world. 
You have to ask Jesus to come into your heart and free you from your bondage of sin. See, that's what the Word says He came to do. He came to set at liberty those that are held captive. But I want you to understand that if you are a child of God, you don't have to be in bondage anymore. You see, if you're still carrying that stuff around, it's because you choose to carry it around. It's not because God didn't do His part. It's not because God's not faithful. The Word says that God is not slack concerning His promises, as some men count slackness. But my God is faithful. I can guarantee you, when God says He sets you free, you're free indeed. There's truth in those words. Now, if you find yourself in bondage to something, it's because you put yourself there. But the good thing about that is, you can choose to get out of it now. You see, because you're free, you don't have to wait on somebody to free you. You're free. You just say, I'm going to lay it down. I'm going to walk away. Does that mean it's going to be easy? No. But see, something I learned... Something I learned about being in bondage to sin in my life. When I'm delivered from it, I have to walk in my deliverance. I can't turn around and pick that thing up again if I want to remain free. Do you understand that? See, my flesh is crying out all the time. Oh, come on, it's not going to hurt. Go back to it just one time, and then we'll go on and do what you want to do. That's what my flesh tells me. But see, when you walk in the Spirit, I've told you all this a hundred times, I'll tell you a hundred more if I have to. If you walk in the Spirit, you will not fulfill the lust of the flesh. See, the Word tells us that the the flesh lusteth, it, it, it envies against what the Spirit has. I don't remember the exact words, but you understand. They're fighting each other all the time. The Word says God is a jealous God. He's not going to take part in in your sin. You may have received Jesus as your Savior, but He's not going to have no part of that. See, these Israelites were thinking, Jesus is talking about slavery. He ain't talking about slavery. He tells them it's his sin you're in bondage to. They don't even, they didn't even know it. You understand that? They didn't even know it. They didn't realize they were being held captive. Now that's a bad situation, ain't it? But see, when you're born into it, it's normal. You don't realize until somebody enlightens you that you don't have to be there. Now imagine that. Imagine being born in a prison and growing up there. And all you had to do at any point in your life was walk up to the gatekeeper and say, I want to be set free. And they would turn around and open the door and let you walk out. But see, if you were born there and you never heard of what it meant to be free, now y'all listen, if you never knew what it meant to be free, why would you go to the gatekeeper? You would just think he was some guy standing there by the door. 
You might even think that he's the guy standing there keeping everybody else out. See, the Word tells us, how will they hear unless somebody goes? The Word tells us, blessed are the feet of those that preach the gospel. How will they hear unless somebody goes? But when somebody goes and shares with them, tells them, look, you don't have to live like this. The world has duped you. You don't have to live this kind of existence. You can be free. Then all of a sudden they might say, well, how do I get free? See, that's our opportunity, man. If we don't go to them and tell them though, that there's a better way, they won't know. They don't realize the Word says that they know not at what they stumble because they're in darkness. What was Jesus? The light of the world. See, we've got to show them Jesus. We've got to show them they're in darkness. If you, if you lived in darkness all your life, you wouldn't know to call it darkness, would you? Flip over to Galatians chapter 5. I want you all to mark this thing down. And it's short enough. I want you to remember it. Galatians chapter 5 verse 1. Stand fast, therefore, in the liberty. What's liberty? It's freedom. Stand fast, therefore, in the liberty wherewith Christ hath made us free. And be not, now listen, be not entangled again with the yoke of bondage. Man, I'm going to tell you all, that is, the, that is the church's biggest problem today. They've been set free, and they turn around and go get tangled up in the same old sin that they got set free from. And I venture to say some of them even veer further off course and find new sin to get tangled up in. You see, if God makes you free, you're free. If you get pardoned for a crime... They're not going to hold you against that anymore. Now, if you go do another one, that's a different story. But in this government, if you're pardoned for a crime, they can't charge you for that crime again. You're free. But he says, don't go get tangled up in it again. Because if you do, it's your own doing. It's not because the freedom I supplied wasn't good enough. It's not because somebody stopped you before you got out of prison and said, no, you can't leave today. You see, when Jesus made the way, He made the way. He opened the gate and said, come on. The prophecy of Him in Isaiah says that He was sent to proclaim liberty to the captives. I want you all to understand something today that Everything Jesus was sent to do, He charged us with doing. 
What does the word say about him? It says he was the first among many brethren. Amen. I count myself in that number. I count myself in that number. I'm, I'm one of his brothers. Only by the grace of God. So that tells me I have a responsibility. First of all, for myself, don't go get tangled up in the same mess he got me out of. And I've done that too many times. It never fails when, when I feed my flesh too much. I find myself back at temptation's door. Look into those same old things that drug me down to start with. And I know all of y'all have been there. But see, when I walk in the Spirit and I feed my spirit, man, it's like everything Satan throws at me is just water off a duck's back. Now, why wouldn't I want to stay there? Why wouldn't I want to stay in that place? Is it because it's not possible? No, it is. It is possible. But I veer off course because I start listening to my flesh. And I, I, I don't know what it is, y'all. It's like all of a sudden I lose my senses. And I'll get off into doing something. Then I'll remember, what in the world am I doing this for? I don't have to be here. Why do I keep letting myself get in this same boat again and again and again and have to go to God and repent and say, God, forgive me, deliver me from this? And He says, I have. Quit going and getting tangled up in it again. Ain't God's grace and mercy just amazing? Y'all, every time I do something I knew I shouldn't have done, and I go to, I think, man, God, I don't know if He's going to forgive me this time. Here, I don't, I, There's no telling how many times I have done this. But His grace is sufficient. His grace, that song says, grace, grace. God's grace. Grace that can pardon and cleanse within. And then another place it says, grace, grace, God's grace. Grace that is greater than all my sins. You understand that when Jesus died on the cross, He didn't die so that you had one chance to come in and be forgiven, and that was it. You better walk straight from there on. I'm not giving you all a license to sin today, but what I'm telling you is when He paid the price, He paid the price for all your sin. All the sin that was to come, you see, because He knew you're fallible. He knew you're not perfect. He knew that the law was there to show you your sin. But it's our duty to not go sit back down in the jail cell. It's our duty to live victoriously because we're free. You know, I don't know many Americans that if, if it hit them in the face and they said, you can go sit in the jail cell or you can be free, they would just say, well, okay, I'll go to the jail cell. Now, there's more subtle ways that things come in and people choose the jail cell before they know what they've done. But if you just hit them in the face with it, they're not going to choose it because they're free. Americans know what it means to be free. 
It ain't no different for us, y'all. Well, I'm going to tell you, it is different. The reason why it's different is because our freedom is guaranteed. Our freedom, is the price has already been paid. You see, we still have to pay the price for freedom in America. But the price for our spiritual freedom has already been paid. All we have to do is accept. Ain't that wonderful? That makes you want to rejoice, man. That make, y'all know what the word rejoice means. Hmm? Huh? Yeah. Rejoice. Paul said rejoice. And again, I say rejoice. See, that means you, you got to say something. That means you got to shout. That means you got to jump and get a little excited and, and understand what it means to be free. Because you don't know what it means to be free if you ain't ever been in bondage. You don't know what it means to be free until you've been set free from bondage. And I'm going to tell you all today, there's some of you sitting here that don't know what it means to be free yet. There's some of you sitting here. See, if you knew what it meant to be free, you'd already be, you'd already be shouting. Man, he paid a price for me, y'all. I don't know why. I can't explain it other than he's just that good. He is just that great. He's just that mighty. He's just that awesome. See, I serve the awesome God. I don't serve the little God. I don't serve the little the little decorative thing you set on a shelf. It's an image of Him because there ain't no image that can contain what my God is. You can't draw a picture of what my God is and how great He is. And that's the kind of same greatness that is applied to my freedom. When He set me free, that Word says I'm free indeed. There ain't nothing nobody else can say to take my freedom back. There ain't something nobody else can do to take it back because when he gave me freedom freedom was supplied when he gave me forgiveness he covered it all oh thank you Lord I praise you this morning God you're worthy worthy of praise worthy worthy is the Lamb of God you know the Israelites when they was wandering in the wilderness Y'all know what they did? See, they were in bondage in Egypt. They were slaves. And they were set free. And they're wandering in the wilderness. Now y'all just draw a picture in your head of what's going on. They've been set free. In bondage. Most of, most of them didn't know what it meant to be free. Because they'd never been free before. They was born there. That's all they knew. That was, as far as they were concerned, that was their home. I ain't telling you they enjoyed being in bondage. I'm telling you they didn't know no different. And then they're set free. And they're wandering in the wilderness following this guy that ain't very confident in himself. And then, you know, they're wondering, what in the world are we doing following this guy starving to death? What did they say? They say, wouldn't it be better if we went back to Egypt? At least we got something to eat there. A place to stay. We can get out of the elements. Get in some shade or something. Not wandering around in the desert without no water or no food. Wouldn't it be better to go back to bondage? 
See, they didn't yet understand what freedom was. They didn't yet understand what it meant to be free. They were a little bit confused, weren't they? And man, it's real easy for me to stand here today and criticize the Israelites because they're idiots wanting to go back to bondage. Wanting to go back and be beat with the whip and do all that work. They were foolish, weren't they? Are they? Now you think about it real careful before you make a statement there. Because see, I want you to understand today that we ain't no different from the Israelites. Every time you go get tangled back up in that same sin again, you're wandering in the wilderness saying, you know what, it's a whole lot easier just to go back and live in the flesh. I don't have to struggle when I'm living in the flesh. Everything just comes naturally when I live in the flesh. Everything's just there. I got plenty of food, plenty of water. Yeah, I'm oppressed by sin. But do I really want to be free? You see, as Christians, being set free means you got to struggle. Being set free means you might sometimes have to wander in the wilderness. And wonder, is God even is God even listening to me? Does God see where I am? We don't have to go back to bondage, y'all. Once you get a taste of freedom, it ought to make it worthwhile. Once you get a taste of the goodness... You shouldn't want to return. But I understand it's a struggle. I understand it's work to live in the Spirit and walk in the Spirit. The Israelites had to work, y'all. They had to work for freedom. God performed many miracles to give them their freedom. But you see, they had to walk in that freedom. They could have went back and sat down in the jail cell. They could have went back and been in bondage, but they they had to walk in that freedom to reach the promised land. You see, there's, there's a place you reach where the goodness of mercy, the goodness and mercy of God is shown in your life. There's a prize that you're pressing toward, as Paul said. And when you press when you're pressing toward that mark, it's a struggle. But that's what it means to walk in deliverance. It's what it means to walk in your freedom, to to struggle and fight against going back to bondage. You see, you don't have to go back. But if you just lay down and give up and and say, well, it'll all take care of itself, you're going to slide right back into it. You're going to find you. You're going to wake up one morning and say, how in the world did I get here? And then you're going to say, God, forgive me. And you know what? He'll forgive you. But how much time did you waste? How many people could have been reached while you were wallowing in your own sin and self-pity? How many people missed out on seeing the light that were also stumbling in darkness because you were too tied up in your flesh? 
Y'all, I found myself there many times. And I don't want to find myself there again. I ain't telling you I won't, but I don't want to. And I'm going to do everything I can to not be back there. I wouldn't be doing myself justice if I didn't. Or those that I'm responsible for. 